0: Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a podcast designed with new moms in mind. You just got to do the next hard and holy thing, even when nothing feels like it's changing anything. I read this quote in a recent post on Amboss Camp's website this past week, and I just haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Because isn't this true for so many things in our life, even our own marriage? Now, I know I've talked about my marriage before on this podcast, and my husband Grant and I even did a whole episode on the topic of our sex lives and how we got back after having kids, but I still feel like this is a topic that needs to be revisited over and over again, because if there's anything I know about marriage, it's that it requires a lot of hard work. There are some really tough seasons, and sometimes there are issues that you just can't get to the bottom of, no matter how hard you try. And like Ann Boscamp says, sometimes you just got to do the next hard and holy thing, even when your marriage is drowning, even when your love is waning, even when you both are stressed and worn down and haven't connected in ages, even when life gets busy. Now for my husband and I, the next hard and holy thing that we've had to do recently is start going to marriage counseling. And even though I am a big advocate for counseling and have been for years, like when I shared that I started going to counseling again after our second baby was born, there's just something about marriage counseling that feels so much more intimidating and uncomfortable to me. I think a part of me is afraid of what we'll find in that room. I'm afraid that I am the source of all the problems we've been facing and that I won't be able to hide it anymore. But even still, I know it's important and it's necessary. It's a hard thing to do, but it's also holy because the Lord wants our marriages to thrive. He commands our marriages to thrive because marriage is not just a reflection of how a husband and wife love each other, but it's a reflection of how Christ loves the church. It's a reflection of how God loves us. A Christ-centered marriage is what sets our lives and our families apart from the rest of this broken, fallen world. So if there are pieces in our marriage that are not centered on Christ, that are not reflecting his love and his holiness, then it is imperative that we work towards that holiness, even when it hurts, even when it's hard. I remember being pregnant with my second and feeling so scared of what would happen between my husband and I. It felt like we had just gotten into a good groove again. We had just started connecting again. I had just started enjoying sex again. And now here we were, about to enter into those exhausting newborn days again, and I was terrified. We had fought so hard to reclaim our marriage, and I didn't want to lose all the progress that we had made. But I remember there was one day we were sitting in church while I was seven or eight months pregnant and one of the co-pastors came up to us and spoke a word over us and what she said I will never forget because it was such a needed source of comfort and assurance for my soul. She said to us, I know it feels like you're about to start all over and that the two of you might lose what you have, but God is going to keep you. He is going to keep you strong and united as one and he will not let you fall. And man, if I could count the number of times since then that I have felt like we are falling, only to be surprised by just how faithful God is to keep his word and help us keep moving along, you would be so encouraged because I'm telling you, friends, the Lord does want your marriage to thrive. And sometimes he uses the hardest of times to prune you and make you even stronger. Sometimes he uses unhappiness and struggle to bring you to a place of desperation for more of him. And sometimes he uses what feels like the most unholiest of situations to make you and your marriage reflect even more of his holiness. And this is what I'm clinging to as we start this journey of marriage counseling and sorting through just all of the junk that we've both been bringing into this relationship because it stinks to need so much help it stinks to know that our marriage is not where it could be but if I'm thinking for even one second that the Lord is not holding us and protecting us then I am so dead wrong and I'm speaking these things over myself and over you as well because I know some of you listening are in this exact same place and you're hurting and you're questioning and you just need somebody to say to you hey it's okay god's going to keep you and right now in this moment it's time for you to do the next hard and holy thing even when nothing feels like it's changing anything now i don't know what that means for you today but i'll tell you sometimes even the simplest of actions are the hard and holy ones actions like saying i love you wrapping your arms around your spouse even when you're angry or not getting along Letting things go. Deciding that that one critical remark you so badly want to say just isn't worth it. Pursuing physical intimacy again. Trying to spice things back up. Seeking counseling and accountability and prayer. Maybe even deciding to put your needs second for a little while so that your husband can breathe again too. Because remember, these years of parenthood are hard on both parties, but maybe one person is just a lot better at hiding it. There's a pageant of scripture I've been holding on to these past few months and find so fitting for marriage. And as I read it to you, I want you to take a minute to think about what these words mean for you. How is the Lord wanting to spur you on in love and action? What is the next hard and holy thing? Even the things you can start doing today to keep your marriage centered on Christ as Christ continues to work in you and keep you. Hebrews 12, starting in verse 1, says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you, because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. So endure hardship as discipline, for God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of spirits and live? Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet so the lame may not be disabled, but rather be healed. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, we give you our marriages today and we ask you to show us the next hard and holy thing that you have for us to do. Remind us of the power of your word and truth and help us walk in it towards holiness. Keep us in step with your spirit and in tune with one another. Show us what it means to love each other as you love us. Lord, we love you and we thank you for the blessing of marriage and the good plans that you have for us. And in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hey friends, if you haven't already, it would mean so much to me if you'd leave a review for this podcast on iTunes or in your Apple Podcast app. Getting more reviews and ratings helps Soul Care for the new mom get more exposure, which means more moms listening and more moms being filled with gospel truths and encouragement for their motherhood journey. I definitely want to see Soul Care continue to grow, and you can help with that with your review. Plus, I love hearing your feedback and getting an idea of what this podcast has meant to you. So when you get a chance, please be sure to do that. That would truly bless me today.